my name is Ellie Isherwood, I am a personal trainer and I decided to create this podcast so that I could make a space where I could talk fitness, feelings and feminism. So it's been a while since um, I last recorded a podcast, I had a bit of a break. Um, so I'm just winging this episode today really. Um, just more, I've said um so many times already so that's off to a flying start. But this is just more really of a catch up and there isn't a specific reason as to why I haven't recorded any episodes or anything like that. It's just more been, I've just been mad busy. Like the world went back to normal, things reopened and I have took full advantage of that. I've been so busy at work thankfully, like I've got more clients than I ever have. My boot camp's going really well, that's just finished actually, so the next one will be starting soon. And I've just been drinking lots of alcohol too, but um, no, it's been good. Um, it I, I feel like at first, like when everything reopened, it was I found it quite overwhelming because obviously I'd gone from like watching Netflix all day, like not having any much responsibilities, to full force hundred miles an hour being really busy. So I think at first I didn't do the boot camp. I didn't do the boot camp. I did do the boot camp. I didn't do the podcast because I just felt a bit overwhelmed. It was like, the, not the last thing on my mind, but I feel like you, you have to be in the right mood. But anyway, I'm waffled on that. Um, so what have I been up to? Well, I'll tell you. So I rescued a dog. That's probably like the biggest thing that I've done. I rescued a little puppy from Bulgaria. I've called her Dotty. This picture of her on my Instagram if anyone wants to go and see. And she is the cutest thing ever. And I don't mean to compare having a puppy to birthing a child and raising a child, but I'm going to, because I'm knackered. I am absolutely knackered. I get like no sleep. She has me up like several times throughout the night. My freedom's gone, but she's very cute and I love her load, so I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, and then other than that, I've just been socializing. Most recently, I. Sorry, I can tell my friends that I was out with will be listening to this and thinking, oh God, here we go. But I literally had the wildest, one of the wildest nights out I've ever had in my life. Well, actually, I've had a few since I last recorded this podcast. I've just been getting white girl wasted, if I'm honest. Like, over one of the first bank holidays, I had a bowl of Cocoa Pops. That's all day, all day. Not not deliberately I thought we were getting food while we were out but too many vodkas were consumed before I had time to get food and I just remember getting <laughs> kicked off by a bouncer because I hopped on a table and started dancing to Mambo number five which isn't acceptable in normal circumstances let alone while we're still in a pandemic so that was on the bank holiday that was like a catch up with the uni girls and then I had the wildest one was uh, it was a, it was a Wednesday night which says it all and I went out into Liverpool with my mates and it just makes me howl. I feel like it was one of them nights where like all all three of us were like, Do you know what? I'm fed up with drinking, let's just have a chilled one, like catch up. We don't get to see each other a lot, we'll just catch up. Well, that's one of my last memories <laughs> of the night saying that literally it turned wild it was a bottomless brunch and they're the absolute devil and i'm going for another bottomless brunch this weekend so keep me in your prayers but yeah we went crazy pedro's for a bottomless brunch so it was like unlimited margaritas with unlimited pizza 
and we're like a bit of a competitive bunch especially like me and one of the others and annoyingly competitive so it was like we were going like like well I've had six slices of pizza and I've had ten margaritas so it was like very it was a very competitive environment and I feel like alcohol is not something you should be competitive about but to cut a long story short the night ended with us being with us being barred from Matthew Street which you're probably thinking but that's quite that's not the most upmarket place to go drinking Ellie I wouldn't have thought many people would have been barred from there well we managed it and our photo was circulated around Matthew Street through the bouncers so we weren't allowed entry in anywhere else <laughs> and uh, ended the night in my mate being passed out on the floor in her own vomit but I had a ball and I spoke about it on here before about like anxieties and beer fear and I feel like this opening up going into like the new world is just like further reiterated into me that like I only get beer fear around I won't get beer fear around like good people I'm not saying I don't want people to listen to this and think hold on a minute well, I've been out with you and you've had beer fear if I completely ruin my life I'm going to have beer fear regardless of who I'm with but what I mean is like surround yourself with good people and people that you trust and people that you know are going to be your friends regardless and you won't suffer half as bad I still obviously wake up with the I feel like it's like um it's like a learnt behaviour now where whenever I've drank I'm going to get beer fear but honestly like if if you have a good circle of friends people that you trust and that you know will love you no matter what then get shit faced in front of them they won't give a shit I mean I still have my mate she got us kicked out and um you know covered in her own vomit but still love her so it is just one of them that's pretty much all I've been up to but I wasn't actually going to talk about a topic today because I thought oh, I'll just catch up but while I have been out on these past couple, these past few nights out one thing that I have noticed is like that I really don't use filters and that's not me that really that sounds like I'm automatically thinking that I'm better than everybody else but I just don't I feel like because on Instagram my brand my brands are that's made me sound like a knobhead but my brand is very much like don't change who you are, you know, don't use filters, blah, blah, blah. But while I was out, um, I felt like everyone that I was with on different occasions, like, it was mad out. Even, even people recognised me now I was not using filters. Like, when I was out with my mates, I'd go to take a selfie and I'm like, oh, for God's sake, you don't use filters, do you? And I, I don't think, I think I knew people used filters, but I don't think I realised to the extent. And it made, me, it made me notice as well, like, that when I have close friends Snapchat me, they'll even use a filter then and I'm like it's only me so I just wanted to like speak about that a bit really like what what do you how does having a filter on your snapchat or any photo make you feel because to me I don't use them because it doesn't actually make me feel good like looking at a picture of myself where I'm like to be fair some of the filters I don't even like how I look on them like I look ridiculous I look like I've had a million plastic surgeries that have not gone my way and but when I have a filter on I always do it and I've said this on a podcast before where I'll have the filter on and I'll think jeez I'm looking good and then I take the filter off and I'm shocked and mortified by my own face but if I hadn't put that filter on like I, f I feel like in comparison to my friends I'm more used to my own face 
Like, I actually don't mind my face that much. I obviously have my days where I think I look like Bruce Forsyth, but the majority of the time, I actually don't mind my face because I feel like I'm used to it. I don't change it on a photograph, so I've learned to accept who I am. Whereas I think that filters are maybe like stopping us and stopping people from doing that because you're able to, you're able to warp your own perception of yourself. And I just think that like, it is something that's so innocent and it is completely to your own prerogative whether you use a filter or not. But I think the the reason as to why we use them can be a bit deeper than we realise. So. As always, I'm just going to say, try and embrace the no-filter life. Black and white pictures don't count because they look lovely. You can't beat a black and white. No photograph can look bad if it's in black and white, and that is a fact. You heard it here first. So, yeah, just maybe try and take the odds. I'm not saying go and post a no-makeup, no-filter selfie onto your main Instagram, but maybe next time you Snapchat and your mate, don't feel like you have to put a filter on. Like just show your normal face. They know what you look like. They've seen you in real life. Um, I just think it's small steps like that that can help you learn to love yourself a little bit more. Also, another thing that I noticed too, like over the past couple of weeks was, well, firstly I'm addicted to TikTok, but there was like this TikTok account that I don't know the name of it, so I can't reference it. But I think there's a few accounts that do it. To be fair, where they get like the Instagram picture that a celebrity's put on and then they post next to it like the photo of them in real life and to be honest I can see how it's liberating but then part of me is a bit like I don't know something about it feels tight because it reminds me of that culture I mean I can see both sides to be fair but it reminds me of that culture of you know when you used to have, well I don't remember they still knock about but when you used to have like OK Magazine and Hello, I don't know if Hello Magazine done it, I don't know, magazines, tabloids anyway, where you'd have a celebrity that was like on the holiday and you'd get them from a really unflattering angle and next thing it'd be plastered all over the, um, all over the magazines and everyone would be able to, the world would be able to see them in this like really not flattering angle. And to me, it's like, they haven't asked for that and I think there's something really sick about the human race that we like to see other people to torn down to make us feel better about um, ourselves. Like, it's sad that that would sell magazines because people would want to see that to make them feel better about their own lives and their own body. Whereas I think if you just had your blinkers on and you weren't caring about what other people were doing and you were focused on yourself, you wouldn't need that validation. You wouldn't need to see someone else at a low point to make yourself feel good about where you're at now. And everybody's done it. I've done it in the past where even when I first seen that TikTok, I thought, well, that means we feel a bit better that they don't actually look like that, which is great. Like, that is great. I do think it is so wrong that if you're a celebrity or if you're an influencer and you have um, like a, a big following of impressionable followers, and you put out a fake. I don't think we have a right to know about their actual lives. I don't mean like a fake persona, but if you're fully editing your body on photos and editing your face and you're using that to make a living, then I can't get behind that because I just think of, I felt like growing up as a teenage girl was hard enough and we didn't, I'm making myself sound ancient now, but I literally didn't have half the social... I had MSN. 
Do you know what I mean? That was about as far as social media got for us. I think I got Facebook later on in life. Not later on in life, like in high school, towards the end of high school. So it's like, it was bad enough then because there was still the magazines, there was still that pressure to look a certain way from society. So I can't even imagine what it's like now for younger girls and boys. Like, it's so accessible, like it is constant. And I do feel that we're at a point now where does anybody that does anybody actually know what a normal body is supposed to look like? Because when you see these tabloid shots and we're all like horrified by it, I'm like, oh my god, that's what they really look like, that's disgusting. That's a normal body. So why are we like demonising what a normal body looks like? But I could go on and on about that. It was just something that had been on my mind because it was something else as well. It was um it was either this morning or like Good Morning Britain. It was one of them breakfast shows and it was I don't know if I've mentioned this on a other podcast, but if I have, sorry I'm going on about it again. And they were on about Andy Murray's mum and how she'd had like a non-surgical facelift and how that's unfair because she's putting pressure on other women of her age. And it's like well, I don't see how she is. Society and the tabloids and the media put pressure on women and men, not individuals. That's my opinion. These people won't feel a need to get non-surgical or surgical facelifts, change their bodies, if the media didn't pump such a constant body type that they think everybody should look like I said it before like I feel like bodies come in and out of fashion so you're never it's never gonna last do you know what I mean the minute you probably achieve that body it's gonna be forgotten about and that's not gonna be desired anymore it'll be the next body type that everybody wants to have because that's what the media have pushed so I felt like I don't know why I got so protective over Andy Murray's mum and I feel bad that I don't know a, a proper name but I just thought like it's nobody else's business if she wanted to get this non-surgical facelift let the woman be do you know what I mean she's not turned around and got this this non-surgical facelift and said haha I think I'm better than all of you and you should all strive to look like me no she's minding her own business she wanted it to get it done so she got it done and I might sound a bit contradictive on this podcast but the one thing that I am certain of is, is everybody just minded their own business I feel like the world would be a much pleasant place. Like, why do you care that Andy Murray's mum has gone on? Why was that making news? There is a hell of a lot more things we should be discussing than Andy Murray's bloody mother. But anyway, I feel like I'm waffling on now. I've pretty much caught you up on everything. I'm a dog mum now. I got drunk and kicked out of Matthew Street. I am... Um, having more bottomless brunches in the future so maybe maybe next week you'll have even more drunken stories from me and we've spoken about filters and andy murray's mum so you could actually turn this podcast into a drinking game if you did wish and you took a shot every time i said filter or andy murray's mum so i'll leave you on that one have a lovely week and as always you know i'm back doing a podcast so if anybody has anything they want me to talk about or anybody has any questions then follow me on Instagram at elliishpt and drop me a message, like, tell me what you want to hear um, or just say hello. So, yeah, 
Have a good week, guys, and thank you as always for listening. I am a personal trainer and I decided to create this podcast so that I could make a space where I could talk fitness, feelings and feminism. As the intro has just said, um, this podcast is called Fitness, Feelings and Feminism, so I've talked about fitness.